The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This episode is recorded on August 25th, 2020. I'm one half of the team. My name is Joe Becker, and my partner is... And I'm Michael Diaz. Good evening. Michael, how goes it? It goes very well. I'm a, I'm, I have to say, last week's episode was a high. It was a good episode. Not that we have bad episodes, but I really was pumped after last week, and now I didn't know what we were going to do this week, and now I'm pumped already for this week, too. Yeah, me too. I mean, we th- I thought it was going to be a slow week, you know, and I didn't really pay attention uh, live at the DC fandom events. I guess we could have, right? That was an online, we just had a, a, an episode about online conferences and I didn't even participate in, in this one. I had a lot of things going on this weekend. So I knew it was happening. I just, I didn't have time to sit down and watch because, you know, unlike, uh, you know, Comic-Con at home where basically they're like, right. okay, here's a YouTube link now. Go ahead and watch if you want. Right. You know, DC fandom, they actually had conferences like, all right, here's the thing, and you got 25 minutes, and it's live, and this is it. And the only thing they posted after, I think, are the various trailers and whatnot. But if you right. wanted to be part of the conference-type experience with the panels, you had to be watching live. Which is cool. We just, you know, I, w- I would have done that. If I really paid attention, I was busy with work, and we're, we've got a lot going on here. Um, but... Uh... That's pretty smart. I wish they would have replayed it though, or I could have like watched. Maybe I still can I, if I look for the panels and all that. Maybe they're they're gonna replay it, or maybe it'll show up on uh, HBO Max or something. They should throw that on there. So I it's wouldn't a, be surprised. A bunch of DC. That'd be a smart thing for them to do, wouldn't it? So a ton of DC news, which I got to be honest with you, I'm really excited about it because it's been, it's been such a bumpy road for DC for the last I don't know five to ten five hundred years, whatever, and. Uh, <laughs> They've had a lot of weeks, that's for sure. On, on film and television content and all that. Um, and, you know, we'll go through these one by one. But overall, I got to tell you, I'm super excited for the DC Universe right now. Super excited. Oh, yeah. it's They've got some cool stuff. I mean, I, I don't want to give anything away. But uh, I'm, I'm just geeked. I, I can't wait to talk about it. In fact, I too, but, but, but before we do that, though. Before we talk about DC United, or DC United, that's the name. That's good. There you go. There's our title. Um, before we talk about that, it's time for Michael's invention of our new segment, Our Geek This Week. That's right. Joe, do you have anything this week? I, I'm i back to BSG. Oh, good. I, did, I, good. I, I, I finished the first season, and I'm a couple into it. I... Um, I, I don't know what to think. That I like it still. I still like the show. I'm... I really can't stand. I guess what really bothers me the most is the uh, doctor and the the blonde Cylon that just keeps hanging around him. Like some, <laughs> it just it's really fucking annoying at this point. Really? It's just annoying. Like, yeah. Like, I, I no. I like like it, it, it. It's it's 
it's cumbersome now. Like, okay, she, he's in her, he's, she's in his head. She's in his head. And I just, you know, I'm, it's played like I'm done with it. I'm done with that part of it. You know? Well, you've know. got three more seasons and that's going to continue. I'm not great. And I might not be able to power through that. Cause she's fucking annoying. It's just annoying. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the dynamic. Because yeah, of course she did. She well, she shows up at inopportune times when he's actually supposed to be talking to other people, and he keeps yeah, making but, an ass of himself. And I, I enjoy that aspect because he's so full of himself. Yeah, but it's every episode. It's the same yeah. thing over and over. Like I just, I don't need the same writing over and over. Like I don't need that. It's boring. Like they need to push to it. Apparently they won't. So I now I now I don't have to worry about that. But I, I mean I watch it. But there's so many other characters that are great, and I just don't like the time wasted with this. And then it's got to be some sex thing all the time, which is like well, that's fine, but it's not. I don't know. It's there's problems, a lot of problems there. But the story's <laughs> decent. Um, it won a Peabody. Great doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know I, like it's not Star Wars. It's not true. Not true at all. I, I, I like a lot of it. I, I was pretty upset when Adama, a spoiler alert for anybody who has not watched uh, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I'm one. sorry. Season one ended uh, 16 years ago. Spoiler alerts are out the window. Uh, Adama getting shot. Now, that was cool. I liked that moment where she comes back from the thing. I mean, that was, that was an awesome moment. Not a, oh, yeah. as in like, as an exciting moment, not as in like I wanted it to happen. That so, wasn't a surprise. I mean, obviously, again, and we haven't seen it yet. It came out 16 years ago. We're not ruining any spoiler rules. But yeah, when Boomer just brings her hand up and bam, 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 like what? Yeah, it was good. That that was nice. That was a nice way to handle it uh, for that particular episode. So now I'm a couple into season two. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll keep it going. I'm not going to quit it. I'm just telling you what I don't like, and I like a lot of it. Um, but that one particular character dynamic is. Uh, interesting not interesting anymore um but that being said and the other thing i did finish star wars resistance that was my other thing i geek you know i had to get that done um like i said last week uh you know hey it's not very good um yeah, you make it sound like homework there's a few like, i got it done <laughs> right well because it's not very good it's not very good but there are some good tie-ins to the the sequel trilogy uh, kylo gotcha. ren comes in at the end which which is interesting. Um, there's like two or three characters that uh, the, the best character kind of switches sides, and she's really good character. But the story it's it's you know it's not great, man. I mean, uh, it's, I can see why they ended it in season two. They I don't think they knew where to take it, and uh, you know I think much like Star Wars in general, everything's up in flux right now, and I don't think I don't think they knew what to do post Luke Skywalker saga. I don't and I mean that with the sequel trilogy. With the sequel trilogy. That's what I mean. I think even with the sequel trilogy, they didn't really quite know how to handle Luke. And I've said that before. You've heard me say it doesn't, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, now that I've heard uh, there's a slight, slight bit of news. They heard that, you know, Kathleen Kennedy came out and said they're stepping back yet again uh, and taking a breather. And But, you know. Right now, I don't think Star Wars knows anything about what it's doing other than its television stuff. And, you know, fine. I'm good with that right now. Let's get Cassian Andor out there. Let's get Mandalorian Season 2 coming. Let's get the Kenobi series. That'll hold me over for a while. Yeah. I, I don't move the movies anytime soon. I huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the movies. But I want a little bit more care. You know, a little bit more... 
developed story this time. Yep. So. Yep. I don't disagree. Um, All right. What are you, what are you geeking about? Well, this real week? quick. Well, when you're talking about resistance, you know oh, better yeah. than I. Mm-hmm. Was Ferrari involved? He was executive producer, but he didn't have anything to do with the writing or anything. He was helping with the animation department. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was just curious because I know from what yeah. we, from what I've seen, I haven't gotten very far. I, I admit I didn't get very far in Rebels. But I'm, I like the end of the Clone Wars. I'm liking so far what I've seen in Rebels. I just haven't obviously finished season one. But I definitely liked what he and Favreau did with the Mandalorian. So yeah, so that was that, that production was happening concurrently. So he executive produced to help the animation, but he wasn't like writer or anything. Gotcha. Well, the Mandalorian's great. So yes, it is. All right, what's well, uh, what's going on for you this week? I got two. Still reading the Murderbot Diaries, the fourth book, Exit Strategy. I didn't get as far as I wanted. I think I got about a quarter of the way through it last week, and I just haven't had time to pick it back up. Give me one big one night and give me a couple hours. I can push through and finish. Not wait, mm-hmm. that sounds like homework, but it's a really, really good book. I'm loving it. So <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound like homework. I'm really enjoying it. In fact, I've enjoyed it so much that I put a reservation, a hold, if you will, in my local library to actually get a physical copy of the fifth book, which is actually, uh, I think it's called Network Effect. Is that the one? Anyway, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to myself basically. Um, just that the fifth, the first, you know, the first four are all novellas. They're pretty quick reads. Uh, the fifth one is actually a full-on novel. So, okay, I've got that reserved. But another reason why I didn't finish was because I bought the irredeemable omnibus from Boom Studios. Are you familiar? I know you're just dipping your toe back into some comics and whatnot, like Dawn of X, but have you ever heard of Irredeemable? I I have not. You know, and and unfortunately during COVID, I haven't even been to Vault of Midnight because I wasn't sure if they were open. I think they are now, but, um, you know, I've been out of comics. I haven't even, I think I have like five things sitting there uh, waiting for me that I haven't even went to. I I did finish, you know, my Dr. Afra 2. So now I've got to get three. Um, oh, like the no. first two trades. Yeah, or, I got you. Got you. Trade trades. Yeah. Um. So, this was a series that came out a while ago. Actually, it's written by Mark Wade. I don't know if you're familiar with who he is. He is a comic book writer extraordinaire, and is a not only fantastic writer. I mean, he's gone on and done fantastic runs on all kinds of different characters and for different companies. Um, have you ever, you've read Kingdom Come, haven't you? Oh, yeah. That's Mark Wade. He wrote that. Okay. Okay, yeah, it's he, one of my favorites. Yeah. So you have an idea as to his pedigree now, what a good writer he is. Cool. Um, well, he's he was like a devotee of the Silver Age comics. That's his bread and butter. That's what he loves. And that's what he likes to mirror as much as he can. I mean, it's just, it's in his blood. It's in his veins at this point. So Gotcha. Though it sounds a little bit, um, I want to say derivative, irredeemable. So what happens if Superman just one day decides, fuck you all, you guys don't appreciate me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want now, and you're going to pay. That's basically so, the gist. 
like the boys? Um, it's kind of like that. Yes, it's very. It's not quite to the extreme. Uh, the comic, the boys. I don't want to go too far down the road, but Garth Ennis does not like superheroes. And that's part of the reason why the boys work so well, because he right. has you know humans basically killing and taking out superheroes. Right, right. This is another take. Mark Wade loves superheroes, but it's just a question of what if Superman decided, no, you guys don't, you know, no. And it starts with him killing some members of his team. They're like a Justice League type team, and he starts eliminating them, and then a handful of them get away, and they're trying to work against him. So it's a very epic type comic. I want to say uh, it consists of like 10 trade tape, pa- trade, yeah, I can't speak, 10 trade paperbacks. But okay. I bought it in this omnibus collection, which is every single issue. I want to say it's like 30, 39 issues, something like that. Wow. Plus a couple special issues. All in this massive tome. It looks like a freaking phone book. So wow. I dug into that, really loving it this week. So I think I posted it on our Instagram. So if anyone's interested, that's what it looks like. Irredeemable by uh, Mark Wade and Peter Krauss. Fantastic cool. book. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Let's jump into this, man. DC Fandome. Um, we have like four big announcements. There were some video games. We won't get into that because I didn't really um, jump into those too much. But uh, I did watch the trailer like, um, for Gotham Knights. Yeah. It looks cool. But, you know, and maybe I just, I don't It's probably the same company. Warner Brothers Montreal. Warner Brothers Games Montreal. I believe they did all the, the three, like Batman Arkham, Arkham Asylum and all those. Yeah, yeah. which are good they games. They're fun. I played Arkham on Xbox. It's it's fun. The first one. That's good. Agreed. Agreed. Very, very much a detective, which is cool. It's a different, you know, Batman thing. Um, yeah. The gist of this is that Batman has died. Right. And then a cold black goes out and basically it's what the Red Hood, Robin, uh, Nightwing and Batgirl trying to save Gotham because the villains all realize that Batman's dead. So they're trying to run rampant and they got to stop it. That's all. I think that's all I need yeah. to say about that. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge gamer. I don't think you are. You know, I, I might pick it up at some point, but right. I think our focus is the movies this week. Yeah. Let's start with uh, the suicide squad roll call. So, this made me interested. I mean, because the, I mean, the the first one wasn't that great. I mean, there were some fun spots. Um, I didn't particularly care too much for the Emancipation, which is not really a sequel. It's just it's all about, um, you know, Harley Quinn. It was fun, good fighting, but there, it, it, I don't know, something was missing. I don't know what it was. Um, but there is a yeah. It's funny you don't watch any of these things. But anyways, um, there's so many people in this movie. How are they going to do this without being a clusterfuck? Well, okay. The first Suicide Squad, as you remember, not very good. Um, there were good parts to it. It wasn't it was it was as horrible as people say. I, it's it, as bad maybe as if you're say. if 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 you're if you are diehard, maybe like me, the maybe things I just don't know about Suicide Squad. That's why it's bad. But you know, Michelle loved it at the theater. She thought it was fun. Um, well, see. I'm a diehard of the Suicide Squad from the 80s, which the movie was based on. So let's put it this way. I only went and saw Green Lantern when it came out, even though I had terrible reviews. I guess I'm so such I. a Green Lantern fan. 
God, that movie is awful. Um, Suicide Squad, I was like, I see the reviews coming in. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes the reviews are just not right. I'm going to go in because I love the Suicide Squad and give it a shot. And I don't know why they keep letting, what, Catherine Devane, whatever her name is, Kara Devane, that model that played the whatever her name, whatever magical mm-hmm. weird thing she was. She sucks. The witch girl? The witch? Yeah, Enchantress or whatever she was. Enchantress, yeah. God, she's awful. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, but the, there's, there's enough in this in, into it that makes, like, otherwise Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn really took off because of that movie. Oh, yeah. No question. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So the, the first movie, my point was, they killed some people right off the bat. Right. Remember, because they all got those collars that blow up if you get too far. I didn't see yeah. the collars in this one, though. Well, yeah. Well, it was all roll call, so it's not like a, it was just a kind of a big. They kept throwing out like cards or something, you know. Um, well, yeah, well, there's also the uh, the quick little making of feature that came yeah. out too. Did you watch both? I, I did. Okay. Um. But I mean, but my my worry is there's so much in here. How do you how do you keep this thing into a story? Like there's, it's it, unless some of them are just hinted. I mean, you've got, I mean Nathan Fillion for crying out loud. I mean, okay, I'm gonna bet you right now that Nathan Fillion's character TDK and Pete Davidson's character of Blackguard, yeah. right? I bet you they're dead within like within seconds of them getting to wherever they need to be, if not before. Yeah. Nathan Fillion and Pete Davidson are going to be dead immediately. That's my, that's, I'm calling it right now. Or, or they're brought in at the end for something else later. We'll see. We don't, there's so many people. I don't see how they don't kill off a bunch of people right away by accident. Or I I see, I see James Gunn doing that because it's a bit of a comedy. So why not bring in some Nathan Fillion and just kill him? Here's the beauty. I mean, he's did Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And we know he can do ensemble. But well, this is like huge ensemble. Right. And he's got some great talent in here. I mean, Peter Capaldi is the thinker. Peter Capaldi, anybody knows him as, you know, played Doctor Who in the last version. Um, right. Idris Elba uh, is Bloodsport. Um, John Cena, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, Viola Davis is back. Um, I don't know. I mean, I. It, who knows? There's just so much going on. Um, I don't, and I don't know anything about Suicide Squad at, at this point. So you would know better these characters and how they play into it. So, um, I mean, do you feel they can pull this off with all these people? Oh, yeah. Michael because, Michael Rooker. I'm looking forward for Michael Rooker. Oh, yeah. As um, oh, shoot, who's he playing again? He's playing. Uh... He's Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Savant. That's who he's playing. Savant. Savant. Yeah. Um. I think he is going to play it off well. I think it's going to work because, like I said, I am 100% convinced two or three characters are going to die immediately and we're not going to see him do anything, really. I, I can see him talking a lot of smack and then dying in hilarious, awful ways. First mm-hmm. thing. So that cuts your cast down immediately. Um, but you're right. There's so many characters, you know, are you familiar with Peacemaker at all? The character John Cena's playing for Cena? I've heard of him, but I'm not familiar as to what, what, what he does. Back in the 80s, I was a huge Punisher fan. And I was just saying it's like a Punisher. Right. Kind of, yeah. I mean, so I bought everything, like everything. 
that was Punisher esque. So I bought Wild Dog right. from DC. I bought I bought the Peacemaker comics. Peacemaker's weird in that the guy was basically he's mentally ill. People talk to him. He hears voices. I think uh, he hears voices of his dead father and stuff. Is it like the Moon guy? The uh, the Marvel Moon Knight. What's that? Yeah, Moon Knight. Um, kind of not really. Moon Knight is more. Well, he's obviously has some mental health issues as well, but he has uh, different personalities. That's Moon Knight's right. thing. Uh, Peacemaker. I guess I believe he keeps seeing. Um, visions of his father and his father was always yelling at him and stuff and telling him all this stuff about him and I I think it's, if I remember correctly, forgive me, it's been probably like 20, 30 years since I read the comics but I want to say his father is a military officer of some sort. He might even be a Nazi. Mm. And like they said in the, in the thing, uh, Peacemaker believes in peace so much that he'll kill whoever he needs to to make it happen. It's so, it's over the top. But I think it, in James Gunn's hands, it'll work because, I mean, they got someone that's huge over the top in John Cena to play the character, right? Right. I think it is going to be over the top violent. And I think it's going to work. But, I mean, I'm here. I'm here for Harley Quinn. I think she's going to be great. And I have to admit, I'm really interested in uh, James Gunn. His brother has a role. Did you see that? Yeah. The weasel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's CG, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. But it's going to, well, he's probably doing the stand-in, just like he did the stand-in for Groot. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. I, I think the weasel is going to be, I'm hoping, the weasel is going to be, like, you know, the character that people talk about a lot. Not maybe to Groot levels, but I think he's going to steal the show now and then. That's my call. Uh, we'll see if I'm right. Well, well I mean, is, is this like, is, this, is it going to be a little bit like Reservoir Dogs? Like that, you think? Like that kind of... Dark or violence? Yes. Oh, yeah. That kind of violence. Yes, I see it as being violent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it could be cool. I don't know. I'm a little worried with all those people in it, but hey, you know, Gunn did a great job with Guardians on both of them. So, you know, why not? I think he can do it. Well, he's from Marvel. Fucked up. Firing him. He's back. Fucked up. I know he's back, but have they never fired him? He would have been in production right now or close to done with well, yeah, you know, but the third might, movie with the Guardians 3. Kind of all worked out with COVID, didn't it? It did. It did. But they didn't just fuck up in that way in that their movie's now behind, which, look, okay, COVID affected that too. Okay, well, but, it's it, it's behind, but at least Marvel said, okay, we're going to stop, which is not what Kathleen Kenny would have done. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's not start that so, train, but I agree. But let's let's give them a break. They re, they recalibrated. And they didn't fuck up. They fixed a the mistake. And it's yeah. not out yet. So the fuck up is letting Gun get away to DC long enough to do a film with them. Because oh well, if you're talking about from like from a um uh competition point of view, yeah, letting you know them play for the team, sure, yes, hundred percent. 
But he but probably I mean, might would have done that anyway. So they're not tied up. But he he would have been done with his Guardian film, so he, people would have been like, "All right, he's going to go do something else now." That's fine. They would have expected a bit more. This way, I yeah. mean, they're giving DC a leg up. Yeah. Well, too bad. So sad. Well, I, know, right, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, the next bit of news uh, is the Justice League, the Snyder Cut trailer. Now, I thought this trailer looked fantastic. Now, it's amazing to me how much is different. It looks so different that, and ironically, there's it's, it's confirmed that he's not even doing one reshoot with the original cast. It's all previously shot footage, which means, holy crap, what was... <laughs> so much out there. I mean, you've seen, you know, dark seeds is shown in there. You've got, um, it, it just looks completely different than what I've seen. And you have nothing to go on cause you didn't see any of it. So I don't know if you're excited or not. I am. I think it looks, it, it's, it made me really, yeah, I, I'm pretty excited about, I'm about this. Curious, my curiosity is definitely peaked. Um, when it comes to comics, I'm a Justice League guy more than I am an Avengers guy. But when it comes to films, Marvel, I'm sorry, leads the way. So I wanted Justice League to do well. Yeah, but you didn't but watch didn't. them. So it's really hard. You, you're just going, you're, you may not like it, but you still are just looking at what everybody else said. I, you, you I didn't not, say I didn't you, like it. I just said I haven't, I haven't bothered yet. Right. But, so I, I like, but you haven't bothered because of what everybody else said. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't subscribe to that. I just if I like, if you said you like Justice League more than like Marvel, but you haven't bothered, that means you, you you must not. I don't know. Have that that passion to like see it no matter what is what I'm saying. I do have that passion, but let me explain once again. Man of Steel, fantastic film, not a Superman film. That gave me pause right there. And like I said, I went into Suicide Squad, who I'm, which I'm also very passionate about. I realize it's not Zack Snyder, but I thought it was a turd. So my point is, and I, I've started Batman versus Superman a few times. I can't get much more than like half hour into it. I'm like, God, I'm just bored. So that said, I didn't bother with Just League because. DC hadn't proven to me at that point that it was worth my time. And I'm surprised again, as we we've, we've beat this to the death, but even with the wonder woman aspect, which was a good movie, um, that you don't at least give it credit for that. Well, Wonder Woman came out after it, didn't it? It did, Before? but you've seen it. You've seen Wonder Woman and you liked it, right? Wonder Woman's fantastic. It's the best. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now that you've seen Wonder Woman, I'm surprised. I'm su- after seeing Wonder Woman, I'm surprised you didn't go back to see her debut in Batman versus Superman and then see Justice League for how good she was in it. That's all. Well, I mean, if you're gonna I, say you, if you're gonna say you didn't watch it because of the other ones were bad, you could say the same thing. I, you would watch it because other one is good. I'm going by I'm going by Michael logic here. One good movie does not erase three bad movies. No, but it's the start. Aquaman was good. So that's two of them. Okay, I'll give you that. Aquaman was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Aquaman quite a bit. So that's two. So now we're we're almost 
Well, no, but now at this point, I think it kind of makes sense to wait for the Schneider Cut to come out because yeah, I, yeah, I, totally I agree Batman versus Superman. I will watch it. And then when the Schneider Cut comes out, I, I'm thinking if I want to see his vision and see if it's a good movie, I should watch, you know, basically the natural progression of his vision, which would be Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, the right. Justice League, the Schneider Cut. I think if I watch the Whedon version now, it would taint things. Yeah, don't watch it. I would wait. I, I agree. So is anything interesting in here for you that you want? I mean, does Darkseed do anything for you or is it just another big baddie? He's definitely much more formidable. Formidable. I, I guess formidable. Formidable. He's a. <laughs> I, I, apparently, I can't say a word and I didn't know I couldn't. Um, he's a much bigger bad, if you will, than Steppenwolf. Well, Steppenwolf is in this. And so this is kind of like. Um, and they, they redid Steppenwolf from the ground up. Uh, digitally, so he'll look different. But um, this is kind of like Steppenwolf is kind of like the Loki to the. No, nah, I should even say Loki. It, 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 the the big bad is Steppenwolf, but Darkseid's kind of like you know, um, waiting in the background kind of thing, from what I understand. Isn't Steppenwolf more like the Silver Surfer to Galactus? Gosh, I don't know. Like, isn't like Steppenwolf like his Darkseid's? Herald of some sort. Yeah, it's he's part of the clan. I don't know. So, but I, I think it looks great. I mean, I mean, looks interesting. I don't know if it's great. I, mean, I, I definitely. Well, I have HBO Max anyway, so why wouldn't I watch it? Because it's there. But uh, I'm excited. I'll check it out. I'm, I'm interested. I, I like the thing is. So the trailer looks neat. But one thing I noticed was because it's not. He's still working on it early yet and it's still not a finished film the trailer seemed to just be a collection of scenes that were right. cut and that they're now going to be part of the film so right it didn't feel like a trailer per se right so but i'm still interested I, I will see his vision through there's been such a clamor for it that i will definitely watch i will i will go back I won't watch Man of Steel again, but I'll go through and I'll watch Batman versus Superman, and then I'll watch this, and I'll make my decision then. Gotcha. All right. So that's an episode of the future, folks. We'll leave that We'll leave that right there, and we will jump on the next piece of DC fandom reveals, and that is Wonder Woman 1984, which I feel... I feel bad for it. Um... Really? Being caught in this whole, no, 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 not as a film, as as being caught in COVID, and then we were supposed to see it over summer, and um, I feel like it's just not going to get its due, you know, because it's going to get caught up in in everything else that's coming around. Um, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Looks, yeah, it, I mean, it looks fun. It looks really good. I, I you know, uh, I'll let you talk first on this one since um, I've been hogging. So you're fine. I I will say this. I agree with you on that because. I'm afraid it's not going to do as well financially. And then because it doesn't make, I'm, I'm afraid it's not going to make as much money as the first one. And it's probably from no fault of its own. I'm right. assuming because of COVID and whatnot, 
it's not going to do as well. And I'm afraid DC or fanboy is going to say, oh, it didn't do as well. Women superheroes suck. Right? And it, I hope I'm, not. I hope it doesn't. And I, I hope so it doesn't happen circums- too. Yeah, it, it, there's so many circumstances against it right now because people just can't go to the theater. You know, and right. no one's going to pay twenty dollars at home. It looks like because Mulan's going to be destroyed. Um, but, <laughs> but you're right. I love the first Wonder Woman. I love that this trailer begins with young Diana again. I mm-hmm. anything where they go back to Thinisteria, I'm into. I think. I mean, I think I said it at the time. I would love whole movie just following the Amazons fighting and kicking ass from Themyscira. I would love to see them. whole movie of that. Well, that could be a nice uh, HBO Max TV series, right? That's the end of series. That could be cool. Um, but what do you think? But what do you think? Let's, let's, let's get to this trailer. What do you, what do you, what are you liking? What are you not liking? I love young Diana. I love the 80s setting. It's going to be fun. I love, uh, I like that there's a little bit of comedy in it. Yeah. Um, and I love uh, Kristen Wiig. I think she she's hilarious, but she's also done drama very well. I don't know if you've seen Skeleton yeah. Twins. I have. It's it's a scary movie. It's a great movie, but like scary is in like in your stomach. Like you know, it, it's right. very icky. But she can do drama, right? That's, That's because what, yeah, comedians can always get drama. So. There are a lot of things that I think this movie has going for it. Um, I, I like that Steve uh, what, Steve Trevor's yeah Steve Trevor yep. isn't that yeah yep. I love that he's back and I it's pretty easy to explain how he came back. I mean we've got this Maxwell Lord character going on about he can give you whatever you want and then all of a sudden Steve Trainer shows up. Come on, you, you know he did yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that, but in the canon of. The Justice League movie, it's a little odd, but I'll leave it at that. DC's um, canon's not the best. Well, yeah, but I, I get it. We'll see what happens. I hope they didn't write just so they could get Chris Pine in there. That's the worry for me. Like, let's, oh, we got to do a sequel. We want to keep Chris Pine. What do we do? If, if that was great. the... Is there a I know he's great. But, the, but if they did this around that, it bothers me a little bit because, you know, it's about her. So I feel Correct. like they wanted to get Correct. the actor around and like they, they, they write this just to get Chris Pine in there and I don't need him. He's dead. She's important. She's more important. But at the same time, if it's well-written and there's a re and he's there for a reason and it's, it's playing, it's clearly that she has loved him. If you see justice league as well. Um, so I get it. I mean, I, there, you know, it's one of those things you're playing with somebody's mind and that that's a very strong thing that can do. The, the only thing that scares me a little bit and it's, gotten some good reviews so far is is the um cg cheetah well, so it's a, it's a little cats for me yet? what's that are we jumping into the bad yet is that what we're doing well no, i'm just saying that's the thing that, i mean sure i mean i think it looks i like um you know where it's heading like again you said the same thing i did like seeing you know the little funny things like the um uh the hip the pocket, the hip, what you, the fanny pack. Oh know? God, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a funny, <laughs> a funny thing on there. Or the thing um, about parachute pants—that was funny. Yeah, I mean that's that's the brevity. That's the kind of stuff that is you know you got to bring. If you're going to be in 1984, if you don't call that stuff out a little bit, then why did you do it in 1984? So there's, exactly. you know, there's a reason for this. Um, and I'm assuming you know 
um, that, you know, money plays a big part in this because, you know, it's 84 and there's some things there. But so, like I said, I, my, my worry is uh, the cheetah thing, but I looked up a lot of people on Twitter and stuff are starting to like it, but I don't know. I think it's very, very hard to do. I mean, it, it's just hard to do. So, oh. I don't, you know, I'm not going to pick on them, but. See, so I, I watched the trailer, obviously, on Saturday when it came out. I watched it again literally minutes before this podcast. And I've got a list of what I liked. And I think Cheetah looks like shit. Really think she looks like shit. Well, I don't know. I don't know what she looked like in the comics. She looked really like like she had more of a cheetah face. This looks like Kristen Wiig's face with her hair and then the rest of the body. But, I mean, maybe it's not finished yet, too. I mean, I don't know. It should be finished. It was supposed to be out last, you know, May. So I don't, yeah. see, the, I don't see it changing much between now and in there. Um, I don't know. You know, when, before the Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out, there was such yeah. a backlash fan reaction that they went through and redid Sonic and – it seemed to be the right call because that movie made a bunch uh, of money. Uh, yeah, I think that was great marketing. I think they did. I think they totally did that on purpose. But I'll we'll go into there. Um, maybe, I, think maybe they made it bad, I, I think they made it bad on purpose, and then like, oh, your fans, we gave it to you. I really think that was exactly what they did. Because uh, it was like so said, bad. Uh, I got a very cat's feeling from the cheetah on this too, and that's not a good. Yeah, thing. it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it ha- everything's so quick. And the tough thing is, you know it's not real. So how, how do we get people to suspend their disbelief? Why do I believe in a walking dog with basically fur, fake fur, and Chewbacca? And I buy it almost every time, right? It does, it's not like they needed CG for that. Well, right? there's something to be said for practical effects, though. Right. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I just think, you know, what is it about... <sighs> It's very uncanny valley, so to speak, like you said, with, with Tarkin, which I think Tarkin looks better than this, to be honest with you. But um, but we'll see. I mean, it's I'm seeing it on a YouTube over, you know, a little postage stamp kind of thing, you know, my, my TV screen but or my um, laptop screen. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried. That's the only thing that bothers me that, that might scare me is like, yeah, is it going to take me out of it? And I hope it doesn't. Yeah. My... My my biggest negative is just that cheetah. I think cheetah looks like shit. I yeah. I haven't gone online much to see what the buzz is. I saw a couple of people said, you know, they had some cats moments too. But I I don't know. Maybe the fans or think it looks good. I don't know. A couple but, of sites oh. I've seen say people are liking it, and some of them like anything else. It's you know well, going to yeah. be love it or hate it, I suppose. All right. But other concern. Hmm. Is Maxwell Lord as the bad guy? Only because, again, I'm a huge comic book geek, and Maxwell Lord to me starts off, you think he starts off as a hero in Justice League, in the Justice League comics from the 80s. And slowly over time, he becomes a very formidable, I said it, bad guy. And here, it looks like he's just jumping right into bad guy. So I missed that piece where he, you know, I like the evolution of him in the comics. And here, they're just jumping to it. So he's, I think, I don't know. I, I think in what well, we do see we know? Do we know he's the, do we know he's the big bad? Or maybe he just sets up the cheetah. Maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't try to be bad. He's just giving everybody what they want. Maybe he's not bad yet. 
You make you a good know. point. We don't know how this. What's happening? You, you make a good point, but again, if you had read the comics back in the eighties, very subtle, very subtle. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the way Pedro Pascal is playing him, it looks like a little over the top. I mean, he yes. looks like a yes, like um, uh, I'm trying to think of a character that I've seen recently that it's kind of over the top, but he looks like a you know. Uh, the guy that runs the circus, the ringleader, you know, he's out there, just out there doing this whole thing. So, yes, which um, is a, a fine take, but Maxwell Lord in the comics was much, much more subtle, much more quietly devious, and things happened that he wanted to happen, but he made you think it was your idea. And I like that right. more conniving approach. And we, we may see that still. We don't know. We're just seeing Correct. clips of him being being loud, and we don't know really know what 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 it is. You know. Um, anything else on Wonder Woman that you want to? No, overall, I think it's great. But Cheetah, eh, and I'm worried about Max Lord. But other than that, everything else looks great about it, and I I want to see it. I'm sorry, COVID is messing things up because I want to have seen that movie already. Yeah, and, and that, like I said at the beginning, I I hope. Uh, I mean, it says October second. Um, release that's in a month theaters you know in michigan's one of the better states right now um i won't get into politics but it's one of the better states and we're still not open for for movie theaters and that kind of stuff so well quick tangent the local movie theaters the big chain here well we have amc right but we also have a a chain called celebration they have a massive parking lot and they've gone to pop up um drive-in theaters in their parking lot. If and they have a drive-in, I, I might see it at a drive-in for sure. Well, there's the Getty, obviously. There's the Getty up in, um, in Muskegon from us, which yep. we could go there. But if they did it at a drive-in, whether it be a pop-up, an actual drive-in, or, again, local to us, the Laurel, um, uh, Laurel um, drive-in theater is reopening in the next couple of weeks as well. I tell you one thing though. Here's what here's what I might do. If they say you can buy it for home for twenty dollars, now this is October, so it's not going to be quite as warm. What I might do is we can have bunch you know bunch of friends, but that's I guess that's against the rules, but not really. We can have a, up to twenty or something now, ten. Um, but have a theater outside the house and and project it and get some really good sound and do it ourselves. Uh, I pay the twenty bucks. Huh? Well, that would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. What if we just did that? Here's we the project thing. It, we get it sounded. Disney has already uh, set the bar at thirty bucks for a. Uh, at least, well, the that's only if it sells, my friend. The bar could be lowered. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but here's the thing. So, if locally they did they did a pop up, you know, like they're doing, like I said, if they go to a drive-in theater, I would go see Wonder Woman in a drive-in theater. I saw Solo sure. that way two years ago, and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that. So let's see what yeah. happens. Uh, come yeah. over a second. I would pay to see this in a drive-in. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to the, now. I we can jump quickly. Um, I didn't really watch it yet. Um, the the Black Adam. I didn't watch that preview, so we didn't have that on our list. But uh, I do want to say that looks looks interesting a little bit with the preview, right? What's that? They just did a costume yeah. reveal. That was it. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's uh, you know, 
the rock plays black Adam and I guess he's going against, uh, Adam Smasher. And, and I don't really know much about that. And, and Hawkman and Dr. Fate and Cyclone are in it. So it's not out till December, 2021. So, um, anyways, we just, I didn't want to make sure, I want to make sure what he knew that we did know that was on there. I'm, but let's jump. Go ahead. I'm just there. I, I saw the cast reveal. I was not a fan. I mean, it's similar. Black Adam in the comics, he basically has a black version of the Mar- Cap. Well, DC's Captain Marvel, now known as Shazam. He basically right. has all black, except it's it's a black version of the Captain Marvel Shazam right. costume, no cape, and that's it. And he works, and I like in the comics. He's been kind like an antihero lately. He's not necessarily bad, but he's not definitely not good. And I like right. that. That's, that's where they're gonna go. I'm sure. Right, but they put some like gauntlets or something on this costume that we saw in the reveal. It just, I didn't like it. I, it's much more plain in the comics, and I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I'm up for a good, good movie if it's good. Let, let's get to the finale. Yes, the meat and, and potatoes. I, I, the meat and potatoes, which you know, I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't think it would be. You know, Michael, I didn't think this would be something to look forward to. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, this might be one of the best cut previews I've seen since the Phantom Menace preview. Wow. That's bold. I just think, you know, they picked the right song. Yes. <laughs> so it's just beat for beat. It's a beautifully cut preview. Now, will the movie be good? I can't tell you that. Uh, but this, this preview sure as hell made it look something like I want to see tomorrow. I mean, I didn't think I would, I thought I was done with all the Batman, Batman, Batman and reboot and all this stuff. But the, the art direction in this, the costume looks cool. Yes. It's darker. Could this fit into the Joker universe? Maybe, you know, you see the painted guys at the end and, um, you got Zoe okay, Kravis. Is well, that who they were? Cause that's immediately who I thought they were. That's what I'm taking as, you know, that's um, what I thought too. I was like, is this connected to the Joker? Because it looked just like I him. I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm like. Oh, that could be interesting if they if they're are they somehow bridging the gap? Maybe, possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got great A talent in this film. You know, Jeffrey Wright and Colin Farrell. Um, and uh, what's his name for the Riddler? Who's the? Uh, oh my God, forgot his name. He's like goofy on his own. Well, Colin Farrell's playing the penguin. We didn't see the penguin, did we? Or was it a quick Yeah, he did. You did. It was a quick thing. You just didn't know it was him. <laughs> um, Paul Paul Dano, sorry, is who I was thinking of playing. But you, you don't see Paul Dano. You just see him in a mask that you think is the Riddler. Yeah, um, I'm assuming it's the Riddler with a weird mask and goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Saw. This take uh, on the Riddler is going to be way different than Jim Carrey, my friend. Oh yeah, it's definitely dark and fucked up, and I'm I'm here for it. This is a cool. This is a place where Marvel can't go, right? At least for now. They could, but they haven't, and I don't think they want to yet. So, I would think DC embracing the dark is smart. Well, it's it's a take, and the, you know. At the same time, Shazam embraced the light, and I love that movie for what it was. I thought it was fun and good for kids and all that. This is I clearly you don't take kids to see this Batman. I don't think. I don't know. Let's see where it's at. But I, when they when he beat up that guy, and he says he's vengeance. Oh my god, that was 
crazy good. I mean, it was, it was, I liked I liked his costume. I liked the angular. It seems more pointy and angular, and uh, I don't know. I, I love the art direction. What, what do we, what do you think of it? Oh, you know, watching the trailer, there are parts of it where I'm like, um, it feels like all scenes that could have come out of another, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Another, like, it fits very thematically with what we saw of the Joker in The Dark Knight, okay? There's some mm-hmm. scenes that like, oh man, this could, this could have been another film right at, in that series, right? Right. So I like that. Um, you know, this is a version of the Riddler I've not seen before, but I like it. And just like you said, I was, I was kind of Batman out. You know, they did the Nolan trilogy. Two out of the three are amazing. Then, you know, they offered a truckload of money to Christian Bale to come back to do Just League, and he's like, nah. So we got Affleck for two films, right? He's fine. He's not that bad. Honestly, right. you'll have to watch him, but he's not bad at all. But I, I was like, you know what? I, the Batman series I like, they've happened. I wasn't geeked for this. It wasn't like I was I was not going to see this. I mean, we're, we're geeks, right? We're going to check right. it out. Right. But I wasn't hyped for it. This changes that. Yeah. Now, it would be cool if they, you know, just if they somehow, when the Flash comes out, because they didn't talk much about that, they had another costume reveal on that, of it's going to be a Flashpoint, and we do know that Michael Keaton's in it, and we do know that Ben Affleck is in it. So they could totally put, you know... Um, yeah, Pattinson and Robert Pattinson's Batman in this to, to string it all together if they if they wanted to. But I got to tell you, he looked great, man. Pattinson looks good. Like clearly, it's like a year two situation, from what I understand. It's not year one; it's about year two in his Batman career. So we don't have to go through why he's Batman, which is great. Yes, we don't need to do that. Thank you for that. I don't yeah. need another see another fucking origin story. No, not for Batman. Jesus. No. Um, but it'd be nice. But but we what we never had is him growing into Batman, right? The year two, year one, you know. I guess we've kind of seen year one with with uh, Batman Begins. That's kind of a year one, but it's kind of like not really either. Um, so it, it is nice to see an early Batman, which so they don't have to get too far into it. And um, and I know that from what I've read, that you know, again, uh, Catwoman's not quite Catwoman yet, and you know. The penguin's not quite penguin. They're all building up. So, you know, I'm good it's, with that. it's, it, it, it's going to have legs. No, I think they're doing it so they have legs and, and they can do these things. Um, yes. Yes. Exactly so. what you're saying. Because unfortunately, up until this point, DC has tried to rush everything to catch up with Marvel. You know what? Take a breather. You don't have to catch Marvel today. You're, you know, you're no. Warner Brothers. You're bigger than shit. You're going to make the money eventually. Take the time and do it right. Right. And yeah, this looks right. More money in it. it does look right. And, you know, Paul Dano as the Riddler, at first I was like, mm, is that really going to work? But after seeing this, this trailer, it reminded me. Did you ever see that movie Taking Lives? No. Uh, he's not in it for long. It was an Angelina Jolie, Ethan Hawke movie where Paul Dano plays. I mean, it came out a while ago. I didn't want to say it came out 2004, so 16 years ago. 
Paul McDaniel is in it, and he plays a young psychopath. And the little bit he's in it, he's quite chilling. Wow. And this this is like the next evolution of that. That Riddler we see is, is scary. Yeah, really if, scary. and we don't even know. Yeah, it's in the something about not lying and that kind of it looks really good and you know where, where paul daniel scared the shit of me was in the movie there will be blood i don't know if you've seen that movie but man is he goofy he's just awkward and scary in that movie um that's a good movie yeah, but so a lot of good a lot of good in this trailer you know some some of those there's some fringe fanboys like oh why is jim gordon black who cares Right? Oh, yeah. What's what the hell? That guy's an awesome actor. Forget it. He'd be a great Jim Gordon. Jeffrey Wright? Oh. Yeah. He's fantastic. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's Jim Gordon. Yeah. No doubt about it. There's, you know, no doubt. I didn't even think twice, to be honest with you. It wouldn't even, didn't even hit me really. You know, I that's the funny thing is. Twice, but I went, oh, yeah. They got Jeffrey Wright. But you know well, what? It, uh, yeah. It works. It works. I have no problem with it. It doesn't bother me at all. You know, it might work in their favor too, is that COVID working in their favor. This was slated, I think, for a summer release. And now they pushed it back to October 2021. Like, this is a perfect Halloween. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a it's a great, even if they pushed it back to the second, third week of October, I think it would kill because of the timing and yeah. uh, of things. And uh, it looks good. I, I you know, I, I, I'm going to give props to DC this, this week and watching everything. Um, it, it got me excited for pretty much everything that's there. And I, I hope they do well because I, you know, I love these characters. I mean, I, I first got into comics with the DC universe. Those are my first, it's because of super friends, but I also, you know, again, I watch the old Captain America's and Spider-Man cartoons too, but for some reason right. I, I, I liked Superman and Batman. Like that was my first two. Uh, that I really gravitate towards. And, and um, so I, I hope they do well. I, I hope that it gives DC the guts to, to move forward on other things. And, and maybe they do stuff differently than, than MCU. Now the MCU is going to be tested. You know, they went through a big thing. They're losing some big actors. Can they hold, can they hold the audience? You know, we'll see. I think a break is good for everything. Um, you got to keep wanting more, um, right. you know, Black Widow again is kind of like the the Wonder Woman problem. Is it gonna? It's not gonna make what it should have. Um, and I yeah, don't want not. that. I, I don't want them to say, "Oh, it's because of woman." Like bullshit. That movie was gonna do well. Um, so yeah, it's interesting because obviously Black Widow was supposed to be that like stopgap movie. That I know it was the first film of Phase Four, but it kind of felt like this is you know this is the bridge from phase three to phase four. Right. Because it's a prequel. We know she's not coming back. And, but now it's so much time is gone. Like, when is it going to come out? We don't right. know. We don't know. So anyways, that's our take on uh, DC this week. I hope you guys all had a chance to watch those. If not, at least watch the Batman trailer. And I think it'll, it'll pull you back in just when you thought you were out it'll pull you back in um if it's your first time listening to the KyberCast, thank you so much for listening if uh you've come back to listen thanks even more and tell your friends about the podcast if you could leave a review that kind of helps sometimes on apple and podcasts or google play or pocket cast wherever you get podcasts um 
But if you'd like to interact with the KyberCast, you can check out our social media, and Michael can tell you all about that. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where we have both a page and a group. Just look for the KyberCast. That's where you'll find us talking about Star Trek Lower Decks, because Joe doesn't like it. <laughs> I think there was a lot of people that was uh, that were um, agreeing with what I said. If you read some of the comments uh, about being loud talkers and and all oh, that, I agree with you that there's a lot of yelling. I and, I don't, and, I, and I don't even know those people, Michael. So I didn't tell them the post. I didn't say, <laughs> you know, the, none of, no, from what I understood, the Trekkies did not want a. Uh, Rick and Morty version of Star Trek, which is basically what I said. They're not, they're not asking for that. Yes, this is just so, going to be the thing I mess with you while it's on this whole first season. <laughs> for sure, and you, I, can, you can you can will it in your mind to be good, but it won't be. No, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm actually enjoying it. It's not great. Like I, like I said before, if they came out today and said, you know what, we just decided this was a huge mistake. We're not going to make any more episodes. I wouldn't shed a tear. But. <laughs> For what it is, I, I it it comes right after the next generation films, like a year or two after. I, I'm I'm enjoying it for what it is, but I don't love it. Yeah, well, I may shed a tear if they have a season two. <laughs> it's already confirmed for two seasons, isn't it? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, that, that, yeah. That'll, that'll do it for this week for the KyberCast. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.